Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, August 1st, 2023. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared, and I have a big announcement after this intro. Okay. <laughs> this is Ian. Uh, Do in- your intro. little thing, and then I'll give my big announcement. <laughs> okay. So on this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord, Tuesday nights, right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you can't do that, you could pay something to our Facebook Facebook page or tweet at Profane Arg. All right. So before the announcement, uh, we do have, of course, we have to talk about Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a DeSantis story, and I I was surprised when I realized that the McConnell thing was after oh. we recorded last week. So we, we've got a whole bunch of political stuff. But first, uh, but first, an announcement. I just want to let you all know, to you three, plus all the listeners in here, and anybody who's listening after the recording, if I win Mega Millions in an hour, I'm quitting the show. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, during the show? Well, I mean, that would be great if I could check my t- I could go check my ticket in the middle of the show at the end and find out. But, yeah, because I figure once I'm a billionaire, I mean, my politics are all going to change and, and everything. And I can't oh, be sure. on this show anymore. So That's fair. Yeah, yeah, I figure I'm going to go instant cocksucker um, right after. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you got to save your taxes. I get it. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'll, or maybe I should stay on the show after I win, because then we'll have a dissenting voice here where I can be like, you know, Trump's not so bad. You know, I mean, it's a, I mean, I'd hate to see a guy go to jail for documents, you know. Right. Come on, please. <laughs> Let me tell you the real problem with unions. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the slaves did pick up a lot of useful skills from being in slavery. I mean, yeah. it wasn't all bad. <laughs> what oh do you think? They, just, they gassed the Jews that were useful? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, before we get any deeper there. <laughs> all right, so I do, uh, as a follow-up, I have to mention Jason Aldean and what that a great stupid, <laughs> stupid song. So I I still have resisted. I have not... Given him any downloads, I have not heard the song yet. No, neither I, have I. I went and listened to it, and holy crap. Not only, I mean, okay, yes, I'm biased. It's country. However, it is crap. Mm. Oh, really? <laughs> like, the it, the lyrics don't, it's so forced. Like, it starts off like it's going to be a country, like an anthem for the people kind of sound to it. And then the lyrics are just awful. The rhymes are horrendously forced <laughs> it is it is god awful i mean just the structurally as a song it is just i remember that being a big question of ours was it is the song really that fucking good or is it just the stupid message yeah it's it's just the bad, stupid message like yeah. in every way <laughs> are, are the are there veiled threats in the song like i haven't even read the lyrics so i mean i know we, we kind of briefly went over it yeah. Kinda. I mean, the whole premise is try it in a small town and you'll get the the ship beat out of you because, you know, we take care of our own, uh, I believe is one of the lyrics. Um, you won't get far down the road. Like, the, you know, I, very... <laughs> we support police, but we're also vigilantes. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's, uh, that's the premise of the song, yeah. Did you watch the video or just listen to the song? Oh, I watched the video. Apparently the edited, you know, video. Okay. Oh, why? There's a. Does he curse in the unedited one? 
No, but they oh. went through and pulled some of the clips. Like, apparently there was, like, Black Lives Matters riots that they oh. cut out that video and put more of, of Jason's face in it. At any point in the video, does he climb onto a giant hand sticking up the middle finger and then ride it like a rocket <laughs> into the sky? <laughs> not that I noticed. Yeah, I'm not interested in it then. Yeah. <laughs> you rock on, Kid Rock. <laughs> Keep having your All butler right. clean up those Bud Light Wait, cans. Wait, go, go. <laughs> I have a follow-up. Mm. Oh, okay. Holy smokes. Are you guys sitting down? Yeah. Whoa, what am I not? <laughs> I went to the movies. Oh. Holy shit. Where'd I you... went to go see Barbie. Wow. You woke <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> it was and... like a soft six. <laughs> but just to be clear for anybody who doesn't already know, or perhaps doesn't care to read, or is unable to read. The movie, despite being titled Barbie the Movie, is not a movie for children. It is rated <laughs> PG-13. It dives deeply into very, very non, non-graphic non and non-sexual, but very adult concepts of, you know, losing touch with your family. As your kids age, they start to hate you. Death, cellulite. Uh, just being horribly uh, oppressed. It, it's it's not something that you want to take your six-year-old daughter to. It is the clear target audience for this is women aged 25 to 45. I hear Barbie yells loudly, I don't have a vagina. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it is mildly funny. I laughed out loud <laughs> more times than I would normally admit. But I'm worried because many of the times I laughed out loud, no one else was laughing. And I was like, crap, <laughs> I'm that guy. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm curious what their target audience is slash was. Girls I mean, who used to play with Barbies and now are yeah. feeling disillusioned. Hmm. It was all that's I mean, that was it was a totally reasonable movie. I didn't feel <laughs> at all disappointed, but I'm not going to be like, you got to go see that. That was amazing. Sure. Well, the world disagrees with you because Barbie had the second best weekend out of any Warner Brothers movie ever. Great. Ever. Wow. This is this is a company that put out a movie called Batman vs. Superman, and people are like, eh, fuck it. I don't want to see the next thing. <laughs> they went but Barbie was the one that did it. Huh. Yeah. Well, I think Who I'm knew not- that aiming for this mystery demographic called women? Would yield money. <laughs> I was just going to say, a lot of the superhero movies do not really appeal to half of the movie watching audience. So, right. I, I <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that gets in like, I don't know. I feel like that would have pulled in more people. I felt like Batman vs. Superman was a license to print money. Should have been. Yeah. And they boned it. I mean, yes, in, in what High Page said, it is a fucking awful movie. But I'm just like, wow, Barbie, out of all the movies Warner Brothers ever had, that was the. Had the second best weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well, it got all the hype, too. Okay. All the negative stuff that the Republican tried to do. <laughs> oh, poor Ben Shapiro's going to have to go buy more Barbies and put them on another grill. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have to mention, Joshua said, so take the kids to Oppenheimer, you're saying. <laughs> uh, kind of. And that was the other boost that the movie got. So I was nervous going in because I was I, when I got there, I realized I don't go to the movies anymore because other people go to the movies. Yeah. Right. And I was like, ah, oh, this is going to. Uh. But 
uh, in the theater next adjacent to our theater, they were showing Oppenheimer. So the audio for the Barbie movie was jacked up so high. I couldn't hear people talking. I couldn't hear people fiddling around on their phones. I couldn't hear people nice. chewing their ice and eating their popcorn. It was awesome. Nice. <laughs> that is the major downside of going to the movies. Absolutely. Yeah. People. Absolutely. Yeah. TVs just keep improving. The resolution keeps improving. The home theater experience is fantastic. I, I'm just not that compelled to go to the movies anymore. Uh, Grinch asked me a question if I remember which episode of Prodigal Sons had our reactions to Bivis Dodge. <laughs> which, <laughs> if you didn't listen to Prodigal Sons, is Batman vs. Superman. Uh, no, I, I do kind of recall seeing it before Ian and Brian and then telling them both to be like, I don't bother. <laughs> it kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't seen it, so. I don't think that episode You still exists. have not seen Batman vs. Superman? Neither no, you said it was one of the worst movies you've ever seen. Don't I just, see it. I know, but I, I just, I meant don't pay money. <laughs> I like, I mean, I thought out of curiosity. I'm glad I have that much sway over you. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was pretty clear. I, I've got better ways. Even for free, I've, I'd like to believe I have better ways to invest my lifetime, which is well, very limited at this point. God, I wish I was living your life, because I would have to, at a morbid curiosity, I'd be like, really? Is that bad? <laughs> no, I trust you. Have you guys heard of the new Barbenheimer that they're trying to pull? Because now everyone's like, <laughs> Hollywood's like, wait a minute. So you put out like a sort of family friendly or more of a bubblegum type movie, which I know that Barbie's not exactly that. I know it's got an actual message. And then you put out a dark, dour kind of movie. That's the key to getting people back in the theaters. So in October, do you know what it is? Should I? Mm. It is. Do I even have a guess? The movie Paw Patrol is opening the same day as the new Saw movie, and they're calling it Saw Patrol. Is <laughs> oh. <laughs> the new meme that they're trying. I have a feeling that that's going to get a Bivis Dodge kind of reaction. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. The last Paw Patrol movie was less than I expected, but so I don't have high hopes for this one. Yeah, the, the point of it is, is that people who run Hollywood really have no fucking clue what is going on. Like, Sure. They, like, to them, they see this, which is a fucking fluke that this happened, right? I mean, I mean, I understand from, like, Warner Brothers and whoever fucking put out Oppenheimer and be like, well, these two movies are hardly going to compete with each other, so we can open them on the same day. And it turned into a meme, and people got a kick out of it, and both movies did very well. And the people back in Hollywood are like, oh, what's the secret here? To get, I'm like, asshole, there is no secret. It was a fluke. You cannot do this again. <laughs> but I, instead of just making good movies, they're just like, what tricks can we do to get people right. into theaters? All right, hey, oh. let's get on to the actual... Uh, yes, yeah, This feels like Prodigal oh, yeah. Sons, man. Yeah, bring no, it back. Yeah, no, I had, I had more, but tell me, uh, save it for the end of the show. <laughs> okay. Let's finish this show first. Let's right, start let's this show. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into uh, a couple other follow-ups that uh, were things that we talked about on the podcast before. Um, this one's really difficult for me to to comprehend what else is going on because there's so many negatives. But the Missouri Supreme Court has ordered orders steps to allow reproductive rights initiative petitions to be circulated. So there was there were going to be these reproductive rights initiative petitions circulated, and this is petitions to get things on a ballot so that people could vote for them Directly. regarding reproductive rights. The attorney general in Missouri stopped it, saying that, no, this will impact financial stuff for the state too much. You can't do this. And the, the Supreme Court in the state then stepped in and said, 
No, no. You can't stop people from voting for things. (laughs) You have overstepped your rights, and even if it did impact money, that is also not your purview. You don't... Attorney General does not control the fiscal impact of the state. (laughs) That's a completely different person. (laughs) Wow. So he had no rights whatsoever to do this, uh, according to the state Supreme Court. And it's a good thing, because now people actually are going to, looks like, get to vote on abortion-related stuff. So, huh. They are working so hard against that. How about your dirty, dirty Ohio? What they they are so desperate to prevent the Ohioans from voting on that issue. Oh, yeah, they are. They will do anything. Well, they know it's yeah. a loser. Yeah. Cheaters. Didn't we Damn. have a similar story a month or so ago about some attorney general that was looking out for investors in something? Yeah, that was uh, uh, Paxson down in Texas. Right. Yeah. Then they impeached him. <laughs> and now he's got a trial coming. But what was he? What was he protecting, though? Like someone was paying him money, and he was making sure he was not being prosecuted. No, no, no. There was something where an attorney general was bringing a case because he was uh, something about the investors in a company were getting were going to lose money on this if they if this company did something, and we were like, "What the fuck does an attorney <laughs> general have to do with?" It? Oh, right. I can't yeah, remember that what- Yeah, definitely, uh, that sounds really familiar, and I can't think of what it was. Yeah. Well, maybe this is a new thing for attorney generals. This is what they're getting <laughs> into. <laughs> Not worrying about actual crimes, just- <laughs> uh, Another follow-up, this one involving the federal, the Department of Education, has opened a civil rights probe into Harvard University- Uh, Due to their legacy admissions. Mm -hmm. So I was happy about this because I just like a couple weeks ago bitched about the fact that the legacy admissions was still a thing. Basically, if you had somebody in your family that went to Harvard, you are way more likely to be able to get into Harvard, um, no matter what the color of your skin is or anything. Yeah, because they're mostly white. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they're actually looking into this. Uh, Department of Education has actually opened a probe about it. So hopefully. We'll see some changes. Probably not, but I mean, a, a couple of the um, the Ivy League colleges have dropped the legacy stuff. I mean, it's time Harvard got on board with this and just stopped it. <laughs> it's got to be a money thing, though, right? Like if like it's a money and friendship and you know yeah, tribal those rich, thing. Rich alumni are. Mm, that's yeah. what I'm thinking because because at first I was like, why would they keep doing this? Like I understand like in the 1800s why you might do this, but like now and I was like, oh wait a minute, rich father. Went to Harvard, sun comes in, we get a new library or whatever we fucking get, you know. Right. And right. it's it's not a question of these kids can't afford to pay, and they're they're paying, but they get a seat that would otherwise go to somebody more intelligent and more capable of learning. Well, those people should pull themselves up by their bootstraps and get rich parents. <laughs> I mean, went to we, Harvard. We, we, <laughs> we know how stupid Donald Trump is, and he got he got legacy positions all the way through. Didn't do half the work from the um the telling of his uh his cohort in at the universities. So, yeah, money, prestige, not intelligence gets people into these schools. But we've, sp- we've, we've known this for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so, bullshit. Any, anybody <laughs> tells me they went to Harvard, I go, why don't you go to a real school, idiot? Anybody can get <laughs> yeah. in there if their father's rich. <laughs> <laughs> well, universities, they don't even really try to hide it. Like, there are buildings named after the, the people who have donated X amount of money and those people's kids, strangely enough, are freely admitted into the school. I mean, it's we we all know that this happens. Let's yeah, let's take some steps to to prevent it from happening. 
improve society by getting the education to the people who can use it the most, not not exploit it the most. Yeah. All right. On to, I don't know, is this politics or news? I guess it's both. But it, I have a listed under politics. Um, today's big news. Trump indicted yet again. And uh, are you I, reading? You're reading last week's news. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> could, could you do today's news? What's what happened today? <laughs> Next month's news? <laughs> Tomorrow? Wait, you're reading tomorrow's news? <laughs> so confused. <laughs> this guy commits so many crimes. <laughs> yeah. So this is about the Washington, D.C. indictment of... Are we going to play our game? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Ian, Karen came up with a great game, and now she's ripping it away from me. No. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, dude. It's called Guess the Co-Conspirator. <laughs> did we lose Ray? I think we lost Ray. Oh, we did. Uh-oh. All right, pause the show. Well, don't pause right. the recordings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, keep keep everything running. Yep. I don't I don't know how this show works. I can't run it. Can you too? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's um, let's read the 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 counts of the conspiracy cuz uh, uh of, of that he's been charged with cuz Ray actually knows them. Right. C- yeah. Count number 1 is conspiracy to defraud the United States. All right. Okay. Uh, hangable. 20-year uh, prison sentence, I believe it is. Okay. Number two is conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, which is that, uh, that that's the whole uh January 6th. Right. But yeah. what is that what was that called that they were doing? Is that counting the electors or um it's kind of a yeah, it was a formality. It right. was actually counting the electors, yeah. <laughs> uh count number three is obstruction of an attempting to and obstruct an official proceeding. Ratification, that's the word. Thank you, Hyson Jackson. And count number four, actually the one I find the most interesting, is conspiracy against rights. And specifically the rights they're talking about are our rights to vote and have our vote be counted. Sweet. Yeah. These sound a lot more – well, I mean, I guess I would have thought that the documents and these top secret shit would have been the worst. But this sounds kind of worse. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like uh, as they just continue to compound, Mm. uh, it just feel like uh, eventually – He'll be overwhelmed. I'm wondering if we could just roll them all up together and do one super court case. <laughs> you know, get it all done in one day. <laughs> well, I think the problem is, is that there's multiple jurisdictions. I mean, the, the Florida case is probably going to be stuck in court because of Cannon, because of Eileen Cannon, the, 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 the judge. Yes. This one is going in front of a uh, um, Obama appointee in the District of Columbia, which I looked it up. Biden won in the District of Columbia by like ninety two percent of the vote. So nice. Mm. The 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 jury pool is a, a little different than it is in South Florida, <laughs> right? And I heard I don't know if it's this one or one of the other ones. I can't keep track of all of them. But one of mm. them is one of the he's going to have to be in court on the same day as the Iowa caucus. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they'll probably just move it. But I mean, that's kind of the one of the problems though is that his calendar is full. For next year. <laughs> well, he's not obligated to be anywhere near Iowa. I don't see why they would move it. Cannon will. <laughs> no, well, not if it's this one. No, this one, yeah, maybe not. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. Judge Cannon is going to bend over backwards as much as possible. Right, but... Yeah, you know. that's nothing new. Yeah. That's like legacy admissions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we know. <laughs> but this That's one, like Hunter Biden getting a job because his father was vice president. You're going to get right. a job because your dad's vice president. I'm pretty sure he went to went to the uh, some university because of his last name. Whatever. Hell yeah! But I saw his penis. I can't vote for Biden. <laughs> I wasn't planning on voting on Hunter anyway. So, <laughs> Ray, are you back? I'm back. 
Yeah. Okay. You're going to have fun editing this one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, it's good. We did a good job. We did. We, we I, think you could, I think you can leave it all in. <laughs> all right. So I have no idea. Like, I only caught the ending of what was being said. So. Oh, we were just wrapping up the latest Trump indictment. Right, right, right. right, right. The only thing we haven't talked about is the potential to talk about the unindicted co-conspirators and having a contest as to who they might be. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, clearly Giuliani should be on the list. Beyond that, I don't know. Didn't he just recently confess to yes some he, crimes? He did. And actually that, uh, yeah, well, so we'll, we'll move that up on the list. And, well, this was a... a story on Huffington Post talking about how a Georgian Republican is saying that since Rudy Giuliani clearly just testified that he lied about these these people, well, clearly we the voters should realize that they have been lied to and not follow this whole, you know, Trump train as it, it continues. Yeah, I don't know. Have you been paying attention to Trump voters? That's really not how that works. Yeah. But Trump is not being prosecuted because he is guilty. It's the opposite. He just keeps winning and people are coming after him because no one likes a winner. They always want to try to knock him down. Right. You want to hear you want to hear something that's going to fry your brain? Mm. Uh, not again, but all right. <laughs> they did they did a poll recently of Republican Republican voters. And I think it was near 50% of them do not even believe that Trump had any documents at Mar-a-Lago. Now, now, Trump has admitted to having the fucking documents. He just says that they weren't classified or whatever fucking bullshit. And there's 50% that don't even believe he had them. I mean, he he said he has said numerous times, they belong to me. I want them back. Doesn't matter. He didn't have them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As soon as they hear the, the any sort of story about this, they stop listening. Yeah, they, just, they, they, they think they know it, better. And they don't <laughs> go any further. And they're probably listening to... These are people who clearly don't even watch Fox. They're OAN and and right. Newsmax and shit like that because they probably never even comes up. But like, I'm I'm just like, wow, there are just so many stupid fucking people in this country. I cannot. I mean, like, <laughs> not like they do stupid things. Like they are legitimately below average intelligence. <laughs> well, like, and we let them vote. We let them make decisions for Marjorie Taylor Greene. What do you think her fucking IQ is? Oh. It can't be that fucking high. No. Guaranteed. She's not a smart person. <laughs> I would be. Uh, I don't know. I think it's probably pretty high. You yeah, think? think so? Yeah. How? I think so. What's that? I just don't understand how. Like, she's, she's not done an some honest person. Things. She's not a good person, but she under she doesn't do those things accidentally. Mm. Again, as I've discussed on here, there are nine Congress people from the state of Georgia. Name any others. <laughs> That well, woman is brilliant. No, no, no. <laughs> Making yourself famous is a yes, little... Yes, with, no, with no skills and no talent, she could be one of the Paul twins. She could be Jake or Logan. Okay, so, but you're... See, you're, see, here's what I'm thinking. I'm not... You're thinking that, like, this is a calculated move on her part to I, get I, this fame. Very and, much I, yes. and I believe that she more or less fell into it by accident and capitalized on it, and people around her capitalized. Now, it really doesn't matter which one of us is right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. And just because you're, I mean, okay, even if she is really good at marketing herself, yeah, which she's marketing herself as a stupid person, so I, I still <laughs> don't think that that's true, but that doesn't make her intelligent. Well, she recognizes that in order to connect with her base and with your typical Georgia voter, you don't want to seem elite. You want to seem 
dumb. You want to seem like someone who wears a feather boa to Congress and shouts, boo, liar, or being liar, like they're just, doing to their TVs at home. Ian, mm. or they just decided to vote for a dumb person like themselves. Well, maybe. Maybe. Both could be true, but yeah. I have no doubt in my mind that she is, that she has at least a bachelor's degree, if not a master's or beyond. Oh, no way. Bachelor's, yeah, maybe. No way. Um, now we have to know. I have to look this up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I don't know how you can just hear Trump say something like, I stole these documents and be like, eh, hey, they probably don't even exist. <laughs> she has a Bachelor of Business Administration for the University of Georgia. Okay. Nice. Good for her. So, I know you were bringing up, Karen, how, you know, who the other conspirators were. Um, I don't know if we really have a whole lot of time tonight to, to yeah. delve too far into that. But uh, did anybody have anything else they wanted to throw out with who the conspirators might be? In the this new indictment? Right. Oh, man, there was a... Boy, it's... Sorry, there's so many crimes and it all gets muddled. <laughs> but I, I feel like there were a couple senators that were... Or, you know, mm. people in Congress that were actively committing crimes on his behalf during this, which involved false electorates and things of that nature, but I can't remember who. I can't remember if it was, like, Biggs. I can't remember if it was Gosar. I don't remember exactly. I can't remember that guy who quit to work for Trump. Nunez? Oh, Nunez, yeah. Oh, Devin <laughs> Nunez. We haven't mentioned him in a while. Yeah, well, no, I'm not super sure. What about the newer ones? What about Marjorie Taylor Greene or Hawthorne or the other ones who were asking for a pardon? Well, it, it looks like the charges for these particular co-conspirators were people that were involved in the conspiracy at the time to – I mean, it, the one is co-conspirator three, an attorney whose unfounded claims of election fraud that defendants privately acknowledged to others sounded crazy. I mean – Oh, that's Eastman for sure. No, that's Sidney Powell. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Eastman is the attorney who devised and attempted to implement a strategy to leverage the vice president's ceremonial role overseeing certification proceedings. Oh, that definitely no, sounds that like that was, uh, that was, what was his name? With Lynn Wood or something? Oh, oh God, Lynn Wood. <laughs> yeah. There's so many, I can't keep track of all of them. They are, right. they're such a colorful cast of characters. <laughs> they are. And there's so many have come and gone. I remember back in the horrible, horrible days of 2016 where we were exploring his cabinet choices. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And how many times it has changed since then, and right. how there are so many. Oh, they're all criminal. <laughs> you guys all remember, of them. remember Rex Tillerman? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Or Tillerson. Tillerson, right. yeah. Text Driller Man. Yeah. Department of Energy? Bang, bang. That guy was awesome. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, it's going to be interesting to follow this one. The cast of characters is going to be entertaining. Um, a sub thing for the whole Trump discussion, and this was going to be the headliner before today's news. Uh, there are also new felony charges against Trump that was brought out in this last week. Uh, charges include co counts of willful retention of documents and obstruction of justice, all regarding to the uh, the, the secret documents in Mar-a-Lago. So there are, what was it, four additional, additional. felony, three new felonies, not only a, another indictment, but the indictment are, are being expanded as yeah. we uh, as we watch with the addition of the IT staff, too. I mean, the IT guy has not been indicted, but it sounds like 
his involvement is being included. It's about, you know, the I don't understand what they're trying to say in the uh, in the expanded indictment. It's about the um the deletion of videos. I can't figure out if they actually successfully deleted videos or maybe they didn't. And yeah, it sounds like he's a cooperating witness and it's it's gotten more interesting yeah, down there. Yeah, I was a little foggy on that too cuz like the story is someone walked in and said the big guy wants the tapes erased. <laughs> right. And the other guy's like I don't even know if I could do that, and I don't know if it's right. And then the story ends, and I'm like, well, what happened? What happened? Yeah. Yeah, got- dude. <laughs> and one thing that was interesting was that the Department of Justice got a whole bunch of tapes in May. So that's only a couple of months ago. Why did it take so long? It, it, so many questions. Yeah. And along with the questions of what's legal and what's not, Trump's PAC has spent more than $40 million on legal mm. fees just in the first half of this year. Right, now, now we can jump dollars. on this question that, that was yes. asked pre-show. How is that legal? Exactly. <laughs> how, well, how is, is it, it legal? possibly legal? I kind of feel like we should change the name of the show to that fucking question. How is that legal? <laughs> <laughs> how is it legal for the PAC to not only pay his legal fees, but the legal fees of people that are potentially witnesses against him? How is that legal? <laughs> I have no idea. Again, I am... Beyond this show, I just I run into so many things that I've been so worried about, like all my life as a law abiding citizen Hmm. and only to discover that crimes are no big deal. And, you know, unless it's like a headliner or you're poor, no one, no one suffers any consequences. I was I was driving around this weekend listening to do a TED talk and they were talking about white collar fraud and this treasurer up in Michigan over the 20 years that she she ran this little town she embezzled 52 million dollars wow she went to prison for eight years eight (laughs) if someone said Ian let me lock you up for eight years but when you're done I'll give you 52 million dollars I would say heck yes 10 out of 10 times (laughs) but does she get to keep that money yes I'm sure she got fined you know yeah right one twentieth I mean, of what she, she made. Just the jeez. Uh, I'm sure she has to, you know, pay restitution. But my guess is it's gone. They're not getting blood out of that right. stone. Or, right. I mean, it, it wasn't all squandered, but I mean, it kind of was. I mean, she like professionally. She bought like professional racehorses and all <laughs> wow. sorts of crazy stuff. And everyone's like, "Yeah, she's a treasurer. That's how much they get paid. That's reasonable." <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. This pack that's spending all this money—it's a political action committee, so they can put out things saying, "If you want to support Trump's campaign, give us money." However, they don't have to use that money for his campaign. They can use the money however they see fit as long as it's – well, I don't even know what the as long as is. Right. They can right. apparently use it for whatever, including paying off witnesses and, and you know, paying attorneys. And I, I it, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, it's called a political uh, – wow. I mean – It's not supposed to be used for personal things. So it's not, for example, it's supposed to be used for Melania to get her hair cut, except – that $108,000 went to her personal stylist. So I think he's going to get in more trouble because of that than he will because he's paying people to not testify against him. Functionally, that's what he's doing. Okay, wait. I'm st- again, I am so fucking confused. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> okay, a, a political a- – a pact, a political action committee, which was a, is a way to over-donate to a candidate, basically. Right. 
So yes. instead of I forget what the cap is, like twenty five hundred dollars or something. Personal, yeah. Personal, like I right, and corporations can put in there. I can, it, there's an unlimited amount I could dump into a fucking pack if I wanted to. Correct. Yes. Okay. Now the pact then, which is not connected to Trump's campaign. It's just okay. I can invent the pack. You all, any of us can invent the pack if we want, right? Right. Now I can Correct. legitimately by law do whatever the fuck I want with this money. You can't use it directly to benefit the the politician running. By the sound of it, so he can't I know just put like the money in his pocket. Right, right. But I'm allowed to my my pack and then take ads out promoting Trump or whatever. Yeah, I said I was going to do. But I can also give him money. No, you can't. Okay, just, I know. I know. I'm not connected. But like, <laughs> you can't so just I, put money in his pocket. You how can, am I? How am I paying for his legal fees? I'm trying to figure this out. How do I get my money to pay for his legal fees? You're not giving it to him. You're giving it to his law firm. You're paying for things that, and I'm you not know, saying what needs. it's for. I'm like, it, it makes no sense to me. I, I'm, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm tired of trying to reason it out because it sounds 100 percent illegal. It's just grift, yeah. It's just you know with with multiple layers. All right, Grinch is making a point too. I keep saying it's a super pack, not a regular pack. Sure, super pack. So I hand this money to the firm. I can't say it's for Donald Trump. But we all know it is. <laughs> you, you you give it to the super PAC and you say this is to make I'm sure that Donald the, Trump becomes pact. president. So they, right, you, but I'm saying supposed, as a pact. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to be use it for you know, like you said, billboards and, and TV advertisements. But but if the person that you're running for president happens to be a criminal, mm. and in order for him to be able to possibly win, you have to keep him out of jail. Then yeah, you know Pays- that's just. Forty million less that he can spend on ads and and TV spots and campaigning. Yep. Yeah. It and sounds this is, this crazy. Is, this is this is all from Citizens United, right? Or what the hell is it called? Yeah, Citizens United, in large part. Yeah, I think so. God damn! I gotta tip my hat to you, motherfucker. It it all stemmed from there. Like Citizens United was a was a determination that corporations could contribute like people. Mm. That corporations were people in the eyes of of political nonsense, so that they could contribute mass amounts of money through from a corporation, and that was fine because it was the same as a person contributing money. So, but this has stemmed from that. This is a this super PAC. So it's funny because we, as was stated, a political action committee is limited. You can only you know it's limited to five thousand dollar donation, but. All right, well, then we just put the word super in front of it, and now it doesn't matter. Yep. It's, the legality behind it clearly shows you that th- that this country is being run by the wealthy. Yes. Although there's also another side story to this, too, and that um, Trump's uh, Save America PAC is requesting $60 million that it had given to another PAC. They're requesting for that money back. So the, the PACs also give money to each other. And now this one wants money back because they've been using all their money to pay legal fees. I don't know. It This sounds a lot like a credit default swap. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's bonkers. Well, I hope somebody's trying to stop this, but probably not. No. It, no, it's putting money into the indirectly into the pockets of the rich people. They're not stopping that. Just as we know, most of the people who make laws are the rich people. Yeah. Yep, just like the Onion article says, uh, <laughs> Americans vote again for mega rich and some boneheaded move or something like that. 
<laughs> they just keep <laughs> cannot vote for rich people to decide what they should do. Yeah. And in in accordance with this, I do like to remind everybody on this podcast at least once a month, money is fake. We made it up, by the way. <laughs> True. If we decide to stop acknowledging it, Elon Musk is just a shithead on the street <laughs> like you. <laughs> well, that's where the whole, you know, um, cyber currency thing came from. So, uh. yeah. All right. I'm going to move off of the Trump news. And, uh, well, this is, I don't think it's going to be too long. DeSantis, whose campaign <laughs> is just going down in flames from what I can see. But he is the worst. <laughs> he is awful. Um, the, the article that I want to reference, though, talks about the fact that he said that he would pull in RFK Jr. to run the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Oh, my God. The anti-vaxxer, Robert F. Kennedy. Yep, put him in charge of the CDC and or <laughs> the FDA. Yeah. Wow. And Democrat the FDA. RFK. <laughs> I'm down with that. I like it when someone with absolutely no qualifications for a position is placed in that position. It would be like the entire Trump cabinet yet again. Right. <laughs> well, it, a good thing that DeSantis perfect. has zero chance in hell of getting anywhere near the White House. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just... He misheard Jared's advice. <laughs> like when he's trying to kind of out Trump, Trump, but he's not directing any of it at Trump. So he just looks like an asshole that no one likes. Right? None of them are. None of them are. And he's awkward and weird. So yeah, he is a weird dude. But mm. yeah, and the way he shakes so his head unlikable. about when he talks, I don't, I don't even yeah, know what's going that, on there. It's got that bobble, man. <laughs> He's just I, too weird to be president. I do like what Grinch just posted an article talking about leaked chats revealing how Nazi symbol made it into DeSantis's Twitter uh, staffers. Oh, wait, I, staffers I, I, Twitter. I posted that. I posted that picture in uh, my Discord. I I found the video and freeze framed it. Took a picture. It's pretty <laughs> pretty interesting. <laughs> huh. So what happened? A a staffer put a, a promotional video out for DeSantis, and then there is like. Some, here, I'll grab the picture. It's some clearly Nazi propaganda shit. Oh. You think it was <laughs> put his, in there in, on purpose or it was just accidental? Uh, no, it was purposeful. The, the staffer had like, he had nothing. It's like he did it on his own. Nobody directed him to do it. He just decided okay. to make it. Huh. Yeah. This, oh. is the, this is the freeze frame from the... <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you go, then. <laughs> he thought what? that was a good idea? I mean... I mean, there's actual Nazis out there protesting for him, right? With, like, we love DeSantis sites. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. I mean, he needs some votes. I guess he's got to lean into yeah. something. Wow. He got that Nazi vote locked up. Yeah, good. Good on him. Look at that. I he mean, looks tough. And I could totally identify him. <laughs> this guy had every Republican in office really behind him. And, Blue like, it. newspapers, the Murdochs. He had the fire. Everybody was saying he was the guy. Your opponent has 45 indictments going on, right? <laughs> Lost already to Joe Biden. And somehow you fucked this up. Yeah. Like you've got, I mean, he's got to be like, I mean, that's the thing is like, maybe it's just that to get to where you are and say the things that you're going to say in the Republican Party, you have to be some kind of like, weird inhuman with no feelings and not know how to talk to people or something like i don't know what it is yeah i i can't imagine he campaigned this badly when he when he ran to be governor twice how well, he did 
Yeah, but Trump look, rescued him. Trump has been very clear oh, about that. That's yeah, true. And not only one that, person his... we can trust, it's Trump. And, and keep in mind, his two opponents in those elections, like one was found, was like woke up <laughs> drunk next to a dead body oh. or something. <laughs> um, I forget what happened with uh, Andrew. I forget his last name. And then, like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, the one, the first one had a big scandal, and, and the the. Charlie Crist was just a total dud. Yeah, like nobody was like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't that hard. Andrew Gillian says Joshua. Gilliam. Yeah, yeah didn't he like, didn't, wasn't he like on a drug-fueled bender and woke up next to a dead body? <laughs> I don't remember. I, I swear so. it was something like that. I mean, I'm, I could be. I hope so. Because that will open him up to be, you guessed it, two-time mayor of Washington, D.C. <laughs> yeah, <Mary exactly>. right. <laughs> Two times! Andrew Gillum. He recovered from that scandal! So, I want to uh, mention this and get feedback. What, what do you think about this? Uh, Nancy Mace, South Carolina representative to, uh, to Congress, says that the Republicans need to stop talking about impeaching Biden... Because they are walking the plank with impeachment talk. How what does that mean? especially well that they're they're finishing their careers, that they are yeah. um because they, they are putting some, themselves in a precarious position by falling into the impeachment trap. Mm. That they're basically that they are in, you know, purple areas that could go either way, and if they talk about the impeachment impeaching Biden, that they're not going to be reelected. Ah. Mm. I mean I could see that. I imagine it's not going to help them in a general, but in a primary, I'm sure it will. Yeah. But in a purple zone, yeah, you need to get, you need both. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, you're going to, yeah, you'll get a, you'll be elected as the Republican representative and then you'll lose in the, in the that, primary. So, I mean, that's, that's the, the, the RNC trap at the moment, though, because they can't win the, the, the exactly. primary unless they go full crazy. And then they can't win the general if they do go full crazy. They've trapped right. themselves into this bizarro corner. It's the classic problem. I mean, it's the same thing with DeSantis, where I'm like, yeah, yeah you're doing all these batshit crazy things down in Florida, but even if you could be Trump, you're going to get trounced oh, in the yeah. general. There's no, no way. Gonna, yeah, you, and this is shit. You went out. You did press conferences. You can't hide this shit. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't subtle. This was purposeful. And <laughs> this is why the only way they can win because of this batshit crazy stuff is they have to fucking cheat. Yeah. Like what they're pulling in Ohio and that and that other fucking story we just talked about. Missouri? Missouri? Missouri, yeah. Yeah, Missouri. Nice. We remembered. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, the, the, the last... Sorry? Sorry, the cheating worries me. Yeah, that's all I got. It should. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> last thing that I had to bring up in politics, because I was surprised that we didn't talk about it last week, but it happened last Wednesday, uh, the Mitch McConnell pause while he was Ooh. at a press briefing. Did you, did you yeah. guys see this video? Yes. Oh, I saw it the day of. Yeah, that's a little creepy. It was deeply concerning. <laughs> yeah. and, but again, I, I hope he's okay. I found it deeply hilarious, and I hope he's not okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's a piece of shit. Yeah, but I mean, how many years ago was it that he set it up that he can't be, that he chooses his replacement? Yeah. It was like two years, last year, I think. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So he's, it, yeah. I mean, I heard that he falls frequently, so I'm, I, I, I'm, you know. He is a bad person. I'm just, I don't know. Do you know what, trying to mellow myself out. I don't want to wish death on too many people. <laughs> do you know why he falls as often as he does? But it, other than you know, he's being old. 
He's trying to dive into hell and be with his Lord and Savior, Satan. <laughs> he, he is so... How old is he? He is so he, old. He's like 81. That he had polio as a child. He had polio as a child. Oh. How old is he? And yes, that old. His party is still backing the anti-vaxxers. Yeah. Yep. The Onion had the best line for this, where they said, Doctors report... Mitch McConnell has a stroke trying to picture a happy black person in his mind. <laughs> wow. So I thought that was amazing. Now, he came back, uh, like, you know, 45 minutes later and talked to the press. So he was right, fine yeah. a few minutes later. So And brushed it off like he's like, I don't even know what you're fucking talking about. And we're like, dude, you were staring at nothingness for 15 seconds. Like, <laughs> you, 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 you glitched a little bit there. <laughs> yeah. He was in the, so just to be clear, he was in the middle of talking about, you know, some something that they were discussing, talking about bipartisan cooperation, and then all of a sudden, in the middle of a sentence, he went, um, and then stopped. Yeah. And eventually yeah. was escorted away from the podium. Like somebody came up to him and whispered to him, and he just vaguely nodded. And the guy that escorted him away actually is a, a physician, a doctor. And he escorted him away. And then other Republicans started talking like nothing had happened. And then, yeah, when, when he came back and was answering questions, a reporter was like, are you okay? <laughs> and his response was, I'm fine. Yeah. Yep, yep. He just he's glazed over. But yeah, the, the guy who, who helped him. Uh, you know, away from the podium, like he, he was like the first person to notice. He's waiting and waiting and waiting, and then when he realized how long he'd been waiting, he's like, uh -oh. "Mitch, you okay? Come here, <laughs> let's go. We gotta go." <laughs> yeah, Hypatia brought it up. Says he people he pulled the Feinstein. Remember when they asked her, "Yeah, what's it like being gone?" She's like, "I've been gone. I don't know what the hell you're talking about." He well, came she, back yeah. and was like, "Everything's hunky dory." <laughs> well, she had a moment last week too. She was supposed to vote yeah. on something. And then she just started giving a speech, and they're like, uh, ma'am, just say aye. Oh, my God, <laughs> really? Back in dickety six, he has to go, <laughs> give me five Bs for a nickel, they'd say. <laughs> oh, Seriously, man. old people, go home. <laughs> just say aye. <laughs> if I had yeah, like, I don't, I, I really don't want to get into the, you need to retire by a certain age, because not every old person. True. Right. But- can we have some kind of competency, competency, ugh, what am I trying to say? Competency testing? Yes, testing yeah. for people who run the fucking country? Yeah. Like, is yeah. this such yeah. a hard thing to, like, all agree on? I mean, we even bullied Trump into doing the, you know, women person camera TV thing. These poor people would not pass. They need to go the fuck home. <laughs> yeah, how that, now that I think about it, how oh, the fuck yeah. did that happen? They should all at least have to do what was that fake little cognition test yeah. that Trump did all those years ago? Yeah, yeah but why did Where he, he had to, like connect the dots and? <laughs> but I can't remember why did he agree to do that. What was the reasoning behind all that? I, I don't know. I don't know why he did it because I mean, you know, pick out the picture of the lion. It was crazy shit. Right. Yeah, right. Like, I don't know. It, was it was it during the campaign? Was were people? No, no. He was for being... he was president when this happened. He was. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Like, man, I don't know to prove, had, to prove he had a good brain, the best brain. <laughs> yeah. Well, the doctors said a that. stable genius. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I miss the stable genius days. God, what a what a ride it's been. <laughs> it really has. <laughs> it's been a really weird six years. Yeah. All right, I'm going to transition on to news because we're, we're running long. Um, just want to plow through some of this stuff. The first thing, just a, kind of an announcement. The Center for Inquiry is officially introducing 
a program called Generation Skeptics. This is a thing that they are putting out for grades K through 12, which is a way to teach skepticism, being able to um, decide whether or not something is real, identifying news compared to, you know, fiction being portrayed as news, how to be skeptical about things and when to question even your own beliefs. It's a educational resources and uh, it's pretty cool. So I just thought I would mention that because I think it's it's one of the many things that needs to happen in this country. Agreed. Um, teaching, moving teaching on, skepticism. Oh, yeah. Sorry, so, teaching skepticism. Yes. Yes. <laughs> moving on to uh, over in Denmark. Denmark uh, is seeking to prevent the burning of Quran. So Denmark has always had a very progressive stance on free speech. So this is in contrast to that. The, the, the foreign minister has basically said, we're tired of other countries labeling Denmark as uh, anti-Islamic. And uh, so we're, they are going to make a law that you cannot burn a Quran or any other religious uh, scripture in front of, uh, what's, it, what's it called? The... Uh, Adherence? No, the other, the other, other countries have places in your country. Embassies. Embassies. Jesus Christ. We're we're all (laughs) blanking on easy ones. (laughs) Yeah. So embassies that you cannot burn a religious document or scripture in front of an embassy. That's a rather specific law. It is, but that tells you something Hmm. about how many Qurans have been burned in front of Islamic (laughs) embassies. I guess so. I think I'm going to have to distribute an ultra-rare boo for Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Boo. Boo, Denmark. I mean, it's fairly <laughs> limited in what it would cover, and I, so I kind of get it, but I still think that they should stick to their guns in, in being the you know epitome of free speech. Agreed. Even more importantly, the... Uh, yeah, because I, I, I feel like the reaction to the burning of Qurans mm. is often... Murder and violence, and I'm tired of that being rewarded so regularly. Exactly. I understand it. (laughs) I also don't want to be murdered. However, boo for Denmark. (laughs) I mean, on the, uh, you know, yelling at other countries, this is a minor one. However, yeah, Yeah. not not a fan. All right. uh, This is this one was interesting. Did you guys watch any of the uh, the whistleblower, the Air Force major, retired major, who testified before Congress that um, UFOs are not only real, but we have encountered aliens uh, from other worlds and biologics were found at the crash sites and were recovered? I just caught that part where he said that and I said, I fucking knew it. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> ah, let's storm Area 51. <laughs> I was going to say, I, on the other hand, attended a course of Generation Skeptics <laughs> and said, provide me with evidence. Yeah. Anything. Other than your claim. And I will believe you. Until then, horseshit. Mm. That is the problem. He did not provide any evidence. <laughs> <laughs> he he promised that evidence existed, but could not provide it in a such a public forum. Like, oh, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. Is this guy, like, are his credentials straight or is it, you know... It looks like it, but people do weird things for weird reasons, so who knows? I guess that's true, yeah. (laughs) I have to say, people did take it very well. I mean, like, you'd think, like, 
a good portion of this dummy fucking country would be <laughs> up in arms out there fucking praying to aliens, but <laughs> everyone's like, oh, we're just so tired of everything. <laughs> <laughs> now, according well, it- to his uh, testimony, he had, while well, he was in the Air Force for 14 years, he says that he was an intelligence officer in the Air Force, but there's there's no, like, there's no backing of any of his claims. Um, when When asked about it, he basically said, well, yeah, I've said this publicly before. Mm. I don't know. It, it feels like there's been a, a slow trickle of UFO news coming out over the past, I don't know, what, five years maybe? And this is just kind of the next step. Are they just, you know, buttering us up for, yes, aliens do visit us periodically and they ain't shit we can do about it? Is that where we're oh, headed? That'd be, that'd be awesome. <laughs> no, I'll go in a totally different direction. <laughs> right? I will go in a conspiracy direction, Ooh. but not the direction you think I'm going. I'm going to say that uh, David Gersh Mm. is a plant by Republicans to make whistleblowers look ridiculous. (laughs) And this way they can better discredit whistleblowers in the future by pointing out the fact that whistleblowers are the type of people who think aliens are real. Wow. Nice. But is anybody out there like, again, this story just came and everyone was like, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And well, moved on. Like, I haven't heard it be like, this guy's not credible and he's a lunatic. I haven't heard anything like that. But again, there's so much news out there. Like, this really right. was not that big of a deal. It, yeah, it really wasn't. I believe that somebody at the Air Force did co- publish a uh, some kind of news release saying he's he's not credi- credible. But that it wasn't mu- there wasn't much to it. So They probably rushed to put out a press release and then the guy was like, Nobody seems to care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just let it slide away. They're like, have you heard of Barbenheimer? That's making way more news than this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all I had in news. Uh, a couple things under medicine real quick. The new, the latest Consumer Health Digest from uh, the Center for Inquiry is out. And uh, just a follow-up on the Miracle Mineral Solutions there were some people who were indicted and charged. Um, so they, yeah, w- w- they have been okay. Now I don't, uh, I don't know where the case is. So yeah, the jury found all four defendants in this case guilty of conspiring to defraud the U.S. government and the FDA. So they have been charged with selling one million dollars worth of Miracle Mineral Solutions, and again. This was a chemical solution, when ingested, would become chlorine dioxide, which is a Ooh. bleach typically used in industrial water treatment. Whoa. Um, that doesn't seem safe. <laughs> yeah, it can cause you to become, get this, ill, cause vomiting, lightheaded, blah, 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 uh, including life-threatening conditions. And a couple people, I don't know how many, but a couple people actually died from ingesting their mineral solution. So... That, that's I mean, your that, miracle. That's the first lesson of a good con is don't kill the people that are buying your product. <laughs> it should be. It seems kind of, yeah, it seems kind of obvious. Well, you can't keep it ongoing forever. They'd already made like a million bucks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, this now that I know there's consequences, it makes me nervous. Jared and I are going to have to pull our anti-COVID copper butt plugs off the market. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I got so many boxes of those things in my basement. What the hell am I going to do with them now? <laughs> 
People aren't even scared of COVID anymore. <laughs> Damn it, we're late to the game. I hear there is a COVID upswing going on at the moment. So hey, yeah. I, I heard about someone <laughs> tangented to me getting it, and I go, people still get that, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all the people in the you know dentist office. They killed a million Americans. <laughs> yeah. All the people in the dentist office are wearing their masks again. I'm where I walked in. I'm like, mm, something happened. <laughs> all right. I think it was, I don't know, this last month there were like 5,000 people, 5,000 people hospitalized with uh, with COVID in the state of Pennsylvania. So, That's a decently damn. high number. Yeah, numbers are back up. I mean, not the way you know they were in the past. We've all gained some level of immunity at this point, so it's not going to spread as fast. But it's still out there. Thank God I'm a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> Statistically immune. <laughs> yep. No, it's engineered to be that way. Oh, right. Oh, right. Right, absolutely. Absolutely. This coming from the future head of the CDC. <laughs> yes. And the FDA. <laughs> and the FDA. Um, another story in the Health Digest real quick. I believe we talked about this. A, a company called Rejuvica, they marketed Uh-oh. a product that claimed to reduce or eliminate alcohol cravings and consumption. So if you're an alcoholic, Ooh. you could take their product and not crave alcohol, except that is not true in any way. Mm. And they have been, well, they've been fined 650, well, let me start with this. They've been fined a judgment of $3.2 million, which has been partially suspended. So they have to pay $650,000 of that to the FTC to use to provide refunds to their customers. The other portion of the money, they will will not be fined as long as... As they uh, don't make any unsubstantiated claims, don't misrepresent misrepresent themselves, uh, don't falsely portray advertising. <laughs> yeah, basically shut down their business one hundred percent. And if they if they decide to go against that, then they'll be fined the other two point six million dollars. I am mildly amused by the 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 owners Kyle and Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Armstrong and Kyle D- Dilger, who have the product name is Sobranex. <laughs> Did it, was it something? Did it do anything? No, didn't do anything. Okay. I wasn't sure. I didn't know if they went old school and it was just a bottle of laudanum or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually don't know what it was, but they were, mm-hmm. yeah, they made numerous in- unsubstantiated and false claims about their product. Um, yeah, the list is way too long for me to read, but yeah, they falsely okay. claimed that it was proven to reduce alcohol cravings. It was never proven. I don't know what was in it. But not okay. what they said. Um, now, just now that you're wrapping this up, just for my own understanding, did you tell me that these guys did this horrible grift, got caught, and their punishment was they're only allowed to keep two point six million of the money that they stole? <laughs> I, they already spent it, so you can't yeah claw it back. And what's their punishment? Paying back. How much was it? It was six hundred fifty thousand dollars and a complete. Basically, a complete stoppage of their 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 company. Now, how much money did they actually make? I don't know. The three point two million was the judgment that was laid on them. Mm. So, okay. I don't, how much money did they get to keep out of it? Probably way too much. Yeah, and for those I that see are- Ian, Ian's doing the math in his head. Yeah, and if you're interested, eight years, fifty two million. Okay, <laughs> if you're interested, it was a blend of kudzu root, milk thistle seed, angelica root. Chanka Piedra herb and artichoke leaf and dandelion root, and it had some vitamins nice. included. Ian, so. I got all that shit in my backyard, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't doubt it, especially the dandelions. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, 
They sold it through their own website, Amazon.com and Walmart, and charged $34 for a two-ounce bottle. God damn. Whoa. There you go. All right. I'm not going to get into it too much, but uh, I think this is the last thing from Senator Inquiry. Um, there is an article that they have about sports performance and placebo effects of pseudo-scientific, pseudo-medicine type stuff. Um, it's an interesting little read about how sports performance can be uh, impacted by pseudo-medicine, um, basically because of the same way the placebo effect works. If you believe that this pill or ointment or whatever you're doing makes you stronger, then you're going to perform a little bit better after you do said activity. Right. So if you if you believe that, you know, doing cupping pulls the you know the impurities from your body, toxins. you will do slightly better. Helps remove toxins. Toxins, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Dummies. Gotta watch out for those toxins. But cupping, that 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 helps. Yep. In the same way when I watch White Men Can't Jump, I think I can play basketball for fifteen minutes after I watch it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got it. Very similar. <laughs> All right. I also have a couple articles on the climate crisis. I don't want to get into it too much because holy fuck, is it depressing? Mm. Yes. But there's an article on The Guardian talking about how none of the scientists want to be right about this. Yeah. There is a few. Meaning, what do you mean? Just like. Because um, it's all bad. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Basically, we were we were taught, you know, I remember in high school that. We, there was going to be a tipping point, and if we hit that tipping point, there was just no turning back, because eventually things were going to warm up enough that the ice is going to melt, release more carbon, forest fires release more carbon. Like There's a tipping point where what we do to control our carbon emissions has very little impact. Right. We are way past that tipping point. Should we stop caring? No, that'll just make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> if we if we would like to survive as a species, we should still try to to slow it down a little. But yeah, all the all the climate scientists are like, yeah, that it's it's gone too far, um, and none of them want to be right about their predictions. But all their predictions are lower than the numbers that we're actually seeing. We're ahead of schedule, yeah. <laughs> Number one, baby, <laughs> with an arrow. <laughs> and a related article on Vox about record-breaking heat and what the term record-breaking means and how sometimes it's not exactly what you think it might be. Uh, but it does have an image of a guy standing next to the 130-degree Fahrenheit sign in Death Valley. Wow. 130 degrees. Gross. I don't want any part yeah. of that. So I guess on the grim upside... <laughs> I feel like it's a dry heat. <laughs> if nothing, no. If I feel like if nothing else, like at least we'll get to be part. We'll get to experience an extinction level event. Mm. Oh, like that's got. We're not just going to be lost in history. We're going to be at the precipice of human destruction. I think that's a big deal. Living in significant points of human history. <laughs> yeah, sure. The downfall of of uh, democracy and climate change run amok. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that we would get to see all these things when we were growing up? We just thought everything's right. exactly the same. What's the line? We live in interesting times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the dry heat joke was Joshua's. I just repeated it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. A uh, little bit of credit there. Um, there's another article that I did want to mention because in the Washington Post, I read an article about acupuncture. 
And it made me so angry because it was like, well, look at some of the studies. Some of the studies show that acupuncture might do something. And this was in the Washington Post. And it really irritated me that it was in the Washington Post. As a follow-up to that, sciencebasedmedicine.org has done an article about the Washington Post acupuncture article where they basically say that those studies don't prove anything. Actual scientific studies show that it doesn't do anything over placebo. And in fact, if you take two people who are doctors trained in acupuncture and you have them perform acupuncture, they will put the needles in different places <laughs> for the same exact same symptoms. Also, they're aligning the person's chi, which is a made up shit. So it's not doing anything. <laughs> right. Um, they, I mean, they say it a lot nicer than that, and it's a good article, and you should probably check it out. Well, there's never been a blind study that actually showed that it does anything. Not one. I mean, how many times do we need to study this before we just stop? I mean, is it possible, guys, that these are just two different regions of wherever you learn? It's a different style. <laughs> I mean, science is science. You can prove something or, or, or not prove something. What is science proven? Really? What is it proven? So one of the one of the things I wanted to quote in in the Washington Post article it said scientists looked at subjects' brains using functional MRI imaging. They found mm -hmm. that needling at the wrist and ankle resulted in significant changes on how stimulation to the fingers was mapped in this onto the cerebral cortex. Um, the author of the Science Based Medicine article, Stephen Novella, who is a medical doctor and a clinical neurologist says that is not what they found. What they found was random, not predicted changes. This is typical noise that we see in fMRIs. So, yeah, the study and and the, the data was taken completely out of context. Well, and besides, they're sticking needles in somebody's hand and finding results in their hand. They're sticking needles in their hand. Well, I think there will be. <laughs> they were saying that they were finding results in their in their brains based on uh, based on this. In any case, uh, was the activity hitting the frontal cortex? Going, ow! I got a pin in my hand. <laughs> ow! I got a pin in my hand. <laughs> maybe, exactly. Maybe. <laughs> All right, and we're running long, but I did have to mention this: the dumb basketballers. Basketballnetwork.net has an article about Shaquille O'Neal and Kyrie Irving. Talking about the Earth being flat. <laughs> nice. Kyrie uh -huh. Irving, for his, to his credit, he did say the Earth was flat on multiple occasions, and that's what he believed. And then later in an interview, he said, yeah, I was just, you know, you got to take that shit in context. And, you know, I don't really believe that. And he walked it way back. Mm. Right on. Shaq, on the other hand. Yes. When Ass said, I'm from Jersey and that's how we think. <laughs> yeah. He says, I drive from coast to coast and this shit is flat to me. I'm just saying. That dude is the best. I, I got to continue. I do not go up and down at a 360 degree angle. And all that. What? All that, that's just nonsense. All, what? All that stuff about gravity. Have you looked outside Atlanta lately and seen all these buildings? You mean to tell me that China is under us? China is under us? It's not. The world is flat. <laughs> what does the buildings have to do with China being under us? It was just straight up shack He nonsense. didn't relate the two. I have no idea. 
And what the <laughs> What's amazing is that of all the people the on the planet, Shaq is the person tall enough who might actually see a little curvature, you know? <laughs> He's such I'm a- from Jersey and we don't believe that. <laughs> That's how we think. He's such a lovable dummy. (laughs) Oh, man. First of all, that's amazing. (laughs) Second of all, that man is a platinum recording artist, an author, and a multimillionaire. I'm pretty sure he owns something like 40% of all the Papa John's in the world. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's he's, 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 uh, went the Peyton Manning route. He's a huge fran. He owns like two dozen franchises. What is the correlation between basketball players and flat earth? I yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Those two are fun though. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a funny dude, but yeah, of course the earth is not flat. I mean, I I guess stories go around the same, you know, you talk to the same people and the same stories go around or something. Yeah. Maybe it has something to do with the basketball itself being a globe. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, I love the quotes going off in Discord. <laughs> yes, French <laughs> magnets. How the fuck do they work? <laughs> it's a goddamn miracle. <laughs> I would like Shaq to explain to me going up and down a 360 degree angle and what the fuck that means. Because all I'm picturing is Shaq in a complete loop walking, like, on up over himself. <laughs> and why does he drive from Florida to California all the time? Why drive? I guess, He's lying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's rich enough to fly in an airplane, so he didn't have to – I mean, I get he does not fit in, in normal airline seats. Fuck, I barely do, and I'm not that big. <laughs> no, Shaq is, Shaq is an enormous human being. There's no way he could fit in coach. No. Um, but he's flying private. He would never need to. Yeah. Yeah, he would absolutely never need to. Uh, I don't know. Some I don't know if he drives coast to coast regularly. I'm sure he has. He's a man who likes to drive. He has long, bizarre stories about how – Gas prices don't affect him because no matter what, when he stops at the pump, he only ever puts in $20, no more, no less. And the next time he goes to the pump, he puts in $20. So doesn't matter what the price of gas is. It's always $20 for Shaq. That's how I do it. <laughs> I'm That's like, amazing. I never notice a difference. I always put 20 <laughs> You've got the Shaq method. I love it. Yeah. Maybe I'm a flat earther now. <laughs> Likely. More importantly, why are we asking this question of basketball players? <laughs> That's, I don't know. Because we love people that, that are in the media for some reason. We, we ask them irrelevant questions to their area of expertise. Spe- you know what? Speaking of basketball players, and this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I've heard this story on multiple times in the past two weeks about LeBron James' son having a heart attack. Yes. Uh, yeah. Correct. And I'm constantly like did lebron james actually name his son brawny no okay that's a nickname well correct probably just his son's name is lebron jr okay and brawny okay that's all i need they call him brawny because lebron has very publicly said he deeply regrets naming his son lebron jr because it will stifle his ability as a potential professional athlete Mm. to have to meet the expectations of his father and not being able to separate himself and again it just the whole thing he's he's so yes they came up with brawny to try to separate them mm-hmm. should have gone with his middle name brawny is a little childish but whatever do your yeah. thing well thank god because i i kind of like lebron james and i was like why would you saddle your kid with the name brawny <laughs> <laughs> 
I would ask that question of anyone who names their kid the same name that they have. Why Why would you do that? Mm. Not as good as Jermaine Jackson, who named his kid Jermajesty. That is my absolute fucking favorite <laughs> of naming your kids Jermajesty. <laughs> wow. All right. I don't have anything else. Do you guys have anything you want to share? No. You've no. killed us. Okay. The world's ending. Democracy is ending. Yeah, we, I think we covered it all. Okay. Sounds good. Shaq will save us. It'll be all right. Yeah. Yes. Shaq's digging a hole to prove that the earth is flat. <laughs> Shazam. <laughs> All right, that's all we're going to have for this week, then. I want to thank our patrons for supporting us, especially those who could join us tonight. Big Grumpy Wolf, Grinch McScrooge, Hessian Gixon, Hypatia, Joshua, and Jeff. We do appreciate your comments and your support. Uh, If you enjoy the podcast, there are several ways you can support it. You can sign up on Patreon and join them. Uh, If you can't do that, you can share the podcast on social media or leave a review for us on iTunes or wherever you listen. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, you can on our Facebook page or tweeting at ProfaneArg. And I'm not changing that, by the way. It's I'm going to say tweeting Oh yeah, as long as it exists. Uh, you're not going to X? No. X, X us? No. Shoot us an X? No. DMX us <laughs> for a direct message? DMX? Nice. <laughs> Uh, Also, I would like to encourage you to check out other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network. You can find all of them at soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. (laughs) 